BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. You're listening to Comedy Central. On Tuesday night, we did a little bit about Sean Hannity's program, or to call it by its official name, the greatest program that has ever given to a people by God. <laughs> it concerned the Super Bowl of Freedom that Michelle Bachman sponsored on Capitol Hill. Uh, on Sean's show, Mr. Hannity and Ms. Bachman discussed her rally and for no apparent reason then started showing images of Glenn Beck's much better attended 912 rally. Not acknowledging that the footage was different, but in fact commenting on how robust the crowd was, even though Bachman's rally took place on a sunny day in fall, and this rally appeared to take place on a cloudy day in summer. So, we thought that that was funny. <laughs> because we finally had a literal manifestation of what we feel is the metaphorical methodology of the entire Fox network which of course is the subtle altering of reality to sell a preconceived narrative, which I imagine, which I imagine Fox decided was not as catchy a motto. So, now we received a word. I have chiggers. So we received a word that Mr. Hannity was going to address this issue on his program last night. So as you can imagine, I rushed home from my seminar in soybean composting with my Angelou, which we do at my food co-op, which is run out of the back of my local gay bar. So I ran home and I turned the video camera on myself to immortalize the look on my face if and when Sean Hannity spoke about this error. And as you can imagine, I prayed desperately that he would do it early in his program. But Oh, it's starting! It's starting! Oh, Mr. Cuddles! And there are new details tonight about the erratic behavior of Major Nadal Hassan. Joining me now is the host of War Stories, Colonel Oliver North, who is in Hey! It's that guy who was convicted of a felony against the United States. What do you make of the fact the President of the United States can't even say that this is an act of terrorism? What we ought to be calling it is just that, terrorism. All right, but we have the FBI... Of course, it's not that simple, but okay. Okay. You've had Bob Hamer, who investigated NAMBLA. You know, it was not politically correct to call NAMBLA what it was until Bob Hamer did that investigation. Oh, oh, oh yeah. The whole country was pro-NAMBLA until, until Hamer did his expose on NAMBLA. We all loved NAMBLA. And it took the FBI a year to declare that to be terrorism. And now you've got the FBI. We knew all of this, including the email communications, for about a year. 
Wait. Yeah, and the strange they knew a year ago. His colleagues raised red flags about Bush was president still, a year ago. Um, wasn't pursued by the Which by president the should we blame? The FBI has a relationship with right. groups associated with the Muslim Brotherhood. A radical jihadism that is out to undo what we are as a people. Disconnected, paranoid, schizoid, and even belligerent. Massive shortages of H1N1 vaccine. This is a public health disaster. <laughs> the government didn't produce enough of it. Is this the same government that now has the capacity to take over health care? Meanwhile, children have died. Right, there, there are some parents that don't want to vaccinate the kids, which, by the way, everything the government touches is bankrupt. He was citing Quranic chapter and verse for jihad. Uh, he was warning against what he called so-called adverse events. Radical Islam and Islam. Wahhabi lobbyists. Radical jihadism. Muslim soldiers gone wild. This is the biggest tea party I've ever seen. Well, finally tonight, although it pains me to say this, John Stewart, Comedy Central, he was right. We screwed up. It was an inadvertent mistake, but a mistake nonetheless. So Mr. Stewart, you were right. We apologize. <laughs> it wasn't worth it. <laughs> Nothing's worth sitting through this. <laughs> Obviously, I think we should say something. He didn't have to apologize to me. It, it, it's not like he disappointed me. I expect that stuff. But I do want to address one thing that, that Mr. Hannity uh, graciously said last night. We apologize. But by the way, I want to thank you and all your writers for watching. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't actually me or uh, uh, my writers who watched your show and, and, and caught that slip up. It was actually one of our younger producers, a kid right out of school named Ramin Hediati, and, and we're very proud of him. And uh, I just wanted to give him the credit for catching that. Ramin, come on out here and take a bow, will you? Ladies and gentlemen, Ramin Hediati. Uh, he's the one who caught that on there. and. Uh, we're, we're delighted uh, that he did it. Ramin, thanks for being here. Ramin, uh, obviously you haven't been here that long. When, when did you graduate from college? Last June. Right. And that makes you, you're, you're 23 years old. Uh, I will be 23 next month. Great. Uh, now you've been watching Hannity for us every night now for five months. Yeah. Well, we, we appreciate you taking the time to do that for us. It was a great catch, and uh... Kill me. I'm, I'm sorry? Kill me. Ramin, I'm sorry, but this is, this is your job, and it's a tough job, and we uh, well, uh, uh, appreciate uh, it, and... Uh, be a man. <laughs> and... And get me out of here. Ramin Hediati, everybody. Thank you so much. So we really appreciate it. We'll, we'll be right back. I, I don't know. Ramin. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. 
smart enough to anticipate your needs even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. a lot of TV. You know, at the start of the year, Fox News' Sean Hannity said goodbye to his partner, Alan Combs. And uh, America wondered, who would then be there to provide the liberal perspective for that program? Could it be, I don't know, you? Time now for the Hate Hannity Hotline, where we give those of you out there who may not see things my way a chance to vent a little. Well, let's see what we've got tonight. You are extremely critical whenever it comes to the Democrats. But you never see the problems in your party. Hey, monkey boy, what a damn hypocrite. Get ahead of you, What the do you think damn Roberto Gonzalez? Andy, you are an idiot. Okay, two things. Uh, one, what an incredibly representative sampling of the liberal perspective. And two, I think your hate meter is broken. The meter registered the same for the guy who was disappointed with your level of introspection as it did for the guy who called you uh, a sucker. You should fix that. So uh, a lot of angry people calling in. Why would Sean Hannity subject himself to that kind of uh, abuse? First of all, I love the hatred. Oh my God, Hannity's a bottom. But there's gotta be more going on here. Let's go back to the tape. Let's go back to the phones. M***ing Sean Hannity and hypocrite mother you worthless fat piece of shit. I hate you, you know. I hate you, you know. Sean Hannity, you a motherfucking hypocrite of the goddamn century. You, Hannity. End this message. All right, now we do this as a public service. It's cathartic. Yes, it's cathartic. It can be so therapeutic to publicly ridicule those whose views you find repugnant when they are in no way able to respond. 
But I like the twist that you put on it. Goading imbalanced viewers to call in. Handpicking the creme de la crazy. And then basically saying that people who disagree with you are either insane or the jerky boys. So, uh, <laughs> it's a good bit. Uh, though there was one call that surprised me. Sean, this is Dr. Marcus. I just want to remind you we have a session tomorrow. And I hate you! I hate you and your stupid face! I don't care about doctor-patient confidentiality. I tell everyone what a dumb you are. So, uh, tomorrow uh, at 3.30. See you then. You got a screen. We'll be right back. Yesterday, everyone on Fox News was flailing like Mariah Carey on New Year's Eve. Everyone. <laughs> well, everyone except for one man, SpongeBob Squarehead. Imagine if the president today brought up the Second Amendment. How would the news media in this country have reacted? There were a lot of people that raced immediately to let's talk about guns. I've always been a believer that you got to prepare to defend yourself. And and I had gun permits in New York and Rhode Island and California and and Alabama and Georgia in my life. And I was trained in the use of a firearm by my parents that had connections to law enforcement. What does that mean? I was trained in the use of a firearm by my parents that had connections to law enforcement. The world doesn't work like that. Like, if someone's sick on a plane, no one screams, does anyone have a cousin who watched Grey's Anatomy? Anyone? (laughs) But according to Sean Hannity, what really stops a bad guy with a gun is a Sean Hannity with a gun. This guy's got a machine gun. Okay, how are they gonna take him on without a weapon? Or if it's happening within a crowd, if you're in San Bernardino, do you want Sean Hannity, who's trained in the yeah. safety and use of a firearm in that room, Wouldn't so when it? they drop the clip yeah. and they start to reload, you got yeah. a shot, yeah. you got a chance? Okay, Sean, you answered your own question. The shooter was 400 yards away in a hotel room, 32 floors up. But you're like, yeah, but if he was down on the ground, and close to me and was out of bullets, then I might have a chance to shoot him down. That's like saying, if Tyra Banks had no money and I had all the money and she was like really hungry, I might have a chance. (laughs) It's not reality. Hannity's fantasy was so ridiculous that even his Fox colleague couldn't get on board. Do you want Sean Hannity who's trained in the yeah. safety and use of a firearm in that room. Wouldn't so when done. they drop the clip yeah. and they start to reload, you got yeah. a shot, yeah. you got a chance? Yeah, it wouldn't have done much good on the Mandalay. It's 32nd uh, floor, unless you had a high-powered rifle to take him out, but, uh, but your point is well taken. Yeah, 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 Sean, you, you made absolutely no sense, but your point is well taken, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know she's thinking, dude, you couldn't even protect women from being sexually harassed in your own building, and now you're Batman? Calm down, calm down, man, calm down. Calm down. Calm down. I'm, like, I'm not gonna lie, he may seem crazy, but after watching that, I wish Sean Hannity would start his own security service. In a dangerous world, if you need protection, then you need Sean Hannity's private security services. Sean Hannity is trained in kicking ass, throwing footballs indoors, and wearing his hat backwards. So when the crap hits the fan, Hannity's your man. Do you want Sean Hannity, who's trained in the safety and use of a firearm in that room, so when they drop the clip and they start to reload, you got a shot, you got a chance? If you're threatened by a shooter who is in the room and has run out of bullets, then you've got a chance. Sean Hannity's private security services. Total protection in very specific circumstances. 
We'll be right back. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So, what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. It came out last week that Trump's personal lawyer, Michael Cohen, who is now in deep federal investigation shit, only had three clients in the past year, right? The president, who Cohen helped to pay off a porn star that he had an affair with. Uh, His second client, a major GOP fundraiser named Elliot Broidy, who Cohen also helped to pay off a playmate that he had an affair with, right? And then Michael Cohen, Cohen had one more client, right? Out of seven billion people, Seven billion people. Who could have wanted to join this club (laughs) and use Michael Cohen as a lawyer last year? Only one other person did. And this person's identity was a complete mystery until today. This is CNN Breaking News. We are now getting word the lawyer for the president, Michael Cohen, has just disclosed in court that the client who had requested to remain unnamed was Sean Hannity of Fox News. Thank you. Yeah, it turns out Michael Cohen's secret client was Sean Hannity, which, I'm sorry, is not a good look. (laughs) You know, right now, Sean Hannity's probably on the phone with his wife, like, hey, honey, it's so weird how I use the guy who pays off mistresses to get me out of that parking ticket. (laughs) 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 It's funny, right? Hello? 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 Just think about how how unethical this is for a moment, right? Hannity has been reporting on this Michael Cohen story from the beginning, from the beginning, but he conveniently never mentioned that Cohen was his guy, which even for Sean Hannity is pretty shady. I mean, even Instagram models have higher ethical standards because they'll be like, drink tummy tea. By the way, I'm sponsored by tummy tea. They tell you what it is, right? 
And I'm not expecting him to aspire to the levels of the Kardashians, but come on, Sean. <laughs> and I'll tell you what else, I'll tell you what else. Once you know that Hannity has personal skin in the game, uh, like with Cohen, it's fun to go back and look at everything he said about the FBI raid, because now we can see that Hannity wasn't just mad, he was scared. President Trump's longtime personal attorney, Michael Cohn, just had his office, his home, and his hotel that he was staying in raided by the FBI today. This is an unprecedented abuse of power. Cohn's payment is a perfectly legitimate business move. Mueller's witch hunt investigation is now a runaway train careening off the track, spinning out of control. If you voted for Donald Trump, you better get buckled up because this is gonna be a rough ride. You know, now that we know he was working with Cohen, that looks less like a new show and more like a guy really stressed giving himself a pep talk. It's just like, come on, <laughs> we gotta get buckled up. This is gonna be a rough ride. Hoo-ha! <laughs> And obviously, everyone thought that Hannity being busted was hilarious. I mean, other news networks were laughing, late night hosts, school children, creatures of the sea. <laughs> and uh, in a year that's so divisive, it turned out embarrassing Sean Hannity is the one thing truly everyone can enjoy. Good night from Washington. No one else is talking about Sean Hannity today, but he's here anyway. <laughs> we're really glad to see him. Hey, is Sean. there any news? Anything <laughs> happening? <laughs> All right, thanks, Tucker. I'm just say this. I, you're like my brother, but I'm glad for like a millisecond, the heat's off me and on you, okay? So I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> oh, feeling- I appreciate that. You know, it says a lot about your news network when all of your top anchors are playing scandal tag. It's like, <laughs> I made fun of the Parkland kids, tag, you're it, I'm out, thank God. Now, even though, even though yesterday might've sucked for Hannity, it helped his ratings because everyone tuned in to see what creative excuse he'd come up with to explain his Michael Cohen relationship. And the answer was, it's complicated. Let me set the record straight. Here's the truth. Michael Cohn never represented me in any legal matter. I never retained his services. I never received an invoice. I never paid Michael Cohn for legal fees. I did have occasional brief conversations with Michael Cohn. He's a great attorney about legal questions I had or I was looking for input and perspective. He, he wasn't your lawyer. He just answered your legal questions. <laughs> How do you not know the definition of lawyer when your head is shaped like a dictionary? <laughs> How do you not know this? Seriously, giving legal inputs and perspective is exactly what a lawyer does. Hannity might as well have come out and said, he was just my lawyer, but just a tip, just a tip, guys, <laughs> just a tip. Now, what, what people are really wondering is this. Whatever legal advice was, why didn't Hannity get it from his regular attorney? Right? Instead of turning to a guy who's specifically known for paying off mistresses. Why did he go to him? But according to Hannity, baby, this is not what it looks like. To be absolutely clear, they never involved any matter, any, sorry to disappoint so many, matter between me or third party, a third group at all. And our, my questions exclusively almost focused on real estate. Wow, he really slipped in the almost there. Did you hear it? Yeah, it was super quick. It was super quick. He was like, all my questions to Michael Cohen were exclusively almost real estate. Exclusively almost. <laughs> exclusively almost. Yeah, he sounds like the voice at the end of those medical ads. Xernax is exclusively almost, side effect free. <laughs> exclusively almost. You can't say exclusively almost. Exclusively almost is the kind of phrase that makes people ask more questions. If someone tells you that they exclusively almost have sex with adults, you're not hiring them to babysit your kids. <laughs> That's not what you're thinking of right now. But okay, fine, okay, fine. Hannity claims he was just getting some informal real estate advice from Michael Cohen, which makes what he said a few hours earlier on his radio show 
all the more confusing. I never gave him a retainer, never received an invoice, never paid any any fees. You know, I might have handed him 10 bucks. I definitely want you attorney-client privilege on this, something like that. Okay, okay. Okay, whoa, whoa, no, no, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, wait. So he's not your lawyer. All you had was a few chit-chats about real estate. But you definitely want attorney-client privilege. Yeah, you definitely want that. What the f*** did you bury under that house? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I've had a lot of conversations about real estate. At the end of it, I never went, this never happened. <laughs> and you know what gets me is is how casually Hannity is trying to minimize his connection to Michael Cohen. Like, it means nothing. Especially when every other day of the year, he's the guy who can bake a conspiracy cake out of nothing more than an egg and the word Hillary. Let's talk about a family responsible for actual crimes. We'll call it the head of the notorious political cabal, of course, Bill and Hillary Clinton, the Clinton crime family. If we're gonna go to crime families, let's look at the Mueller crime family. And, well, this is near and dear to Comey's heart. We'll call it the Comey crime family. I like how Hannity puts a question mark at the end of each one just to cover his ass. He's like, I didn't say Mueller runs a crime family. I just said Mueller runs a crime family. <laughs> well, you know what, folks? I have a theory of my own. And I, I honestly think that it's gonna bust this whole Hannity, Michael Cohen story wide open. Get ready to have your minds blown. Because I believe I've uncovered a complex <laughs> criminal network. My theory is that Sean Hannity is a client of Michael Cohen. <laughs> Look. We may never know the true nature of Hannity and Cohen's relationship, but what we do know is that as someone is discussing Cohen and his case on the air, Shannon, Hannity should have been more transparent, right? He should have said something about it. In fact, what Hannity did was so shady. Even when he tried to talk about other things on his show, his own guests had to call him out. And please, do enjoy. A foreign national using uh, Russian sources of all things to get it. Is that a crime in Alan Dershowitz's book? Well, first of all, uh, Sean, I do want to say that I really think that uh, you should have disclosed your relationship with uh, Cohen when you talked about him on this show. I think it would have been uh, much, much better had you disclosed that relationship. You were if in a you, difficult situation, If you situation, understand the obviously. nature of it, Professor, I'll yeah. deal with this later yeah, in the show. Yeah, I understand. But it, it was minimal. I, I put out a statement about it. You should have said that. And that would have been fair to say that it was minimal. That's Look, fine. You, were, you had the right, by the way, not I to do, have your I? identity I have the revealed. right to privacy. Right. I but, do. But, you know, it's a complex situation when you're speaking it was to such millions a minor, of people. To, uh, I professor, it was such a minor relationship in terms you of... Should have said it had to, you, you should have said that. 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 That was priceless. And, and keep in mind, this guy, Alan Dershowitz, he isn't, he isn't a hater, right? He's been a vocal defender of President Trump and a frequent guest on Hannity's show. Like, that's how you know that this is bad for Hannity. He's getting called out by someone on his own team. You know what this reminded me of? It's, uh, it reminded me of that one deleted scene from Star Wars when the stormtroopers called out their boss. Now we can finally destroy the rebels. Sir, real quick. We all think you should have disclosed your relationship with Luke Skywalker. What? I barely know the guy. He's not even my son. It's more like a baby mama thing. Sir, sir, 
you should have told us. This isn't a big deal. Ugh, I have a right to privacy. If it wasn't a big deal, why didn't he tell us? What a dick. Yeah, it's true. That scene was exclusively almost from Star Wars. We'll be right back. In other news, we're learning things about what President Trump does before bed at night, and it's even worse than you think. This week's New York Magazine reports that Trump and the Fox News host Sean Hannity speak on the phone most weeknights. The report also quotes a former White House official who says Hannity and Fox create a feedback loop that puts Trump in a, quote, weird headspace, adding, quote, what ends up happening is Judge Jeanine Pirro or Hannity fill him up with a bunch of crazy expletive and everyone on staff has to go and knock down all the expletive fires they started. Okay, okay, you have to admit, it's cute that these two talk before bed every night. <laughs> yeah, they're like eight-year-old treehouse buddies with those cans on strings, you know, gossiping about which girls they secretly paid off, you know, or whether it's Yanni or Laurel. It's Laurel, by the way. But that feedback loop part is really weird for me, right? Uh, they're saying that President Trump says something outlandish to Hannity on the phone. Hannity then repeats it on TV, and then Trump watches that and goes, you see, exactly, that's what I was saying! <laughs> Trump is like that gorilla getting riled up by what he's doing in the mirror. <laughs> he's like, you see what he did? And here's my favorite part of this story. White House staff know that the calls happen thanks to the president entering a room and announcing, I just hung up with Hannity, or even ringing Hannity up from his desk in their presence. How are you both the president and a staff How? Like, no other world leader does that, you realize it. Putin's never talking to his assistant like, not a big deal, but I was at party with actor who plays Sheldon on Big Bang, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Elon Musk and Grimes there too, just saying, yeah, yeah. Explore more shows from The Daily Show podcast universe by searching The Daily Show wherever you get your podcasts. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.